ready? Born ready. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Simply Paulette podcast. So glad that you're here this Sunday. And uh, every Sunday we try to speak a little truth into your life to give you an opportunity to say I'm living my life like it's golden. Yeah, I love that song because, you know, not every day in your life and not every experience is going to be golden, but it is the overall aura of just knowing that you are in control of your destiny and knowing that you have the ability to bring all circumstances and situations back to a place that will say to you, I'm living my life. I am living my life. I'm not living my life vicariously through others. I'm not allowing others to force their situations upon me. I am taking charge of what life may throw my way. And I am going to write my own story and live it like it's golden. Just let everybody know what you've been up to. Like, where you been? Okay. You know? Okay. I'm asking you now, like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? I A lot has been going on in my life, and I really had to um, be able to sort of get in sync of the production of life. I, I truly enjoy myself. But, you know, since my father and my mother passed away, um, there's some things I needed to step up in in the areas of grandma. I have three grandsons. One is Isaiah is 16. Um, Kiro is three. And um, Ali is nine months. And so I've changed again, yet again, the roles of how I'm interacting with my children. Um, when my dad and mom was alive, they were not the typical 81 and 74-year-old grandparents. They were very active, very hands-on. So a lot of the grandparent stuff that grandparents usually do, I sort of left it to them to do it because I was a young mother and I was, uh, I'm in the, the, the stage of life where I've just come out of a, uh, marriage of 30 years and so I was just loving all of this freedom so I wasn't trying to do the grandma uh, come over and babysit you can come over but you know I had my own plans and so when my mother and father passed away I felt I needed to step up to my grandchildren to make sure that they did not miss a beat of what it is to have a, a grand parent that parent that can supplement, you know, the parenting of my adult children, that that parenting that has a level of stability and patience uh, because I know it isn't all year long, all month long. It, it has a short tenure, but it shores up the uh, validity of family. You know, I needed to show up for my children my adult children in a different way because now they have the absence of all grandparents. Um, and I needed to assure my children in their adult lives that 
I am that force of support that can step in and undergird what the grandparents were to them. And so life got really, really busy. So I, I wasn't always um, um, able to shift my mindsets and my conversations that I could be on point and be here. So I just sort of got busy with life. I also was doing a lot of building, which most of you may have known that um, I have a career as a general contractor. And so I have clients that I am very um, adamant about meeting their construction needs and not just building houses, but creating homes that support family uh, engagement. And a lot of people, they don't realize it, but a lot of times the reason why you walk in a, a, a structure that, that is called a house and you don't like it because it, it isn't going to yield the engagement that you desire for your family. So to be able to get into the particulars to make a house a home in construction, it takes time. So I'm dealing with designers and people all the time. So I'm doing that. And I also, my first um, career was music. I take that equally as serious. I have a lot of people uh, in my life right now that are having medical challenges that just can't get out. And a lot of times what words can't say, a song will. And I take it upon myself to fly or go wherever they are and do many concerts and just sort of let them know you may be out of sight, you may be out of a commission, but you're not out of our hearts. We have not forgotten you. We want you to know that you matter. And I'm able to do that with music. So between being grandma, being in a committed um, relationship with my significant partner, being a grandma, and then being a friend to my friends and just being busy with life and also just taking some time to myself to just love on me and to tell Paulette, look, you may be many things to a lot of people, but you can never be so busy that you don't take time for you. Give you an opportunity to just be, not to be anything, not to be doing anything, but just to be, just to reconnect with who you are and what you want to be and what you want to do and just resolve with being okay with it only being just you and looking in that mirror and just saying, this is what I love about you. This is what you can improve on. This is what I want you to give your uh, yourself an opportunity to do. So all of these things took me away from you a, a moment, but not to take me away in, in a decreasing way, but that I can increase what I can give because you cannot pour into others out of your emptiness. You can only pour into others out of your fullness. So it is okay to be self-full. And... Um, I just love being able to be here with you because you helped me to articulate a lot of these things about myself and to refine those things that I see that are challenges in what I am seeking to be. 
And so I want to thank you for your commitment to stay with me in this journey. And I want to thank you for your patience as I take rest along the way. But I'm here to stay, and you will know at this point um, forward. As I move forward, I'll bring you with me even in those moments where I feel put together and those moments where I feel like it's very little articulation. But you'll be there with me to know that we're all living a life that is golden because of the choices that we're making and the way that we are responding to life in a positive way. Now, what about what people have been seeing you on TV doing? What about that? Oh, and yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> you try to sneak it in on everybody. I totally forgot. Well, listen, this is such a great opportunity. Through the Jess Eldridge Media, I have made some wonderful connections. And... Um, I made some connections uh, early on with a wonderful uh, young lady, Portia. She now has her new show, The Portia Show, on Fox 5. Um, It usually appeared in different time zones at different times, but here in Georgia at 1 p.m. And she is a great host that just is in the same vein that I am with life and talking about different things that affect us in life and how we could have different perspectives. So she gave me an opportunity to come and be a part of their council of relationships and, and feeding into um, scenarios that people are having with dating and engaging in relationships. And so this has been a wonderful opportunity for me. And uh, I am enjoying myself in the process of it as well. All right, well, that's good. That's good. So, people, we back on it. The Simply Paulette podcast is back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And listen, we just because we were out of sight don't mean we were out of mind. Exactly. We always had you in mind. And, you know, and that brings me to a situation that I was reading about. And it wasn't necessarily um, um, a bad thing because I'm going to tell you what I have truly found out that life does two things. The intent of life is always, absolutely always to bring the best out of you. But we cannot get to the best of who we are without adversity. But oftentimes when adversity comes into our lives, we focus more on the pain of it, who caused it. We focus on everything other than what we want to see as a result of it, what the outcome is to be. Because nothing lasts always. Trouble does not last always. Joy don't always last always. It, it, it comes and, it, and there's times where it goes. But ultimately, you can live a golden life because the way that you choose to experience life stops with how you choose to respond to life or how you interact with adversity. I was um, listening to the radio the other day and I heard about the story about Nia Long. 
and some of the things she's experiencing right now through um, the betrayal of her life partner or companion. And it's such a common thing that happens um, among men and women. And oftentimes people who have not, um, I would say, haven't been through the challenges of long-term relationships or people who have never made it through a really tough thing in a relationship, um, the initial response is to just leave. You know, things come up. You know, we all been there. We've all experienced those times where something comes up and it becomes the breaking point. I experienced it myself. That's why I'm divorced after 30 years. But I, I wanted to sort of tell you some of the things that I did come to know through going through um, what uh, we would call as the breakdown of any relationship, whether it would be with our parents, our friends, or significant others, or coworkers, because every day we're dealing with some type of relationship. You know, because of a very common um, definition of relationship, it is the function or a connection of our parties to form an emotional, spiritual, or physical interaction. It is some connection to more than one party to function in a certain way. And so we all have these relationships. As I said, they're defined in many different ways. And when betrayal happens, you know, things fall apart. You know, there's some common sayings, you know, um, everything fell apart, you know, or they can say um, we can pick up the broken pieces or we can try to strengthen what is left. So in those expressions, just one of, you know, just I didn't name them all, but just naming a few of the things that are said when things become broken and not so refined in betrayal or just the breakdown of any relationship, we we are left to sort of dissect things. Things are compartmentalized in what was good and what was bad, what was working, what didn't work. And a lot of times we find ourselves um, in looking at these pieces, one of the unique things we find is that sometimes we ourselves have become defined by that relationship. And I just wanted to encourage you to know that no matter what relationship that you have, you are not that relationship. The other person is not the relationship. You are your own person. The other person is their own person. And the relationship is something that you build together. And so when the relationship breaks apart or fall apart, it doesn't always mean that it fell apart because of you. It means it is a breakdown 
in the connection of the two things that made the relationship. And I know when I was going through my divorce, it was very difficult initially to see the role that I played in it. It was very difficult. And it was very difficult because um, I seen the breakdown as being one-sided initially. But I want you to know as you mature and you move forward, it doesn't mean that the breakdown of, of a relationship mean that either party is bad. It just means that their function within that relationship may have not been authentic or truthful. And it becomes very hurtful to the other that is involved. And I want you to just think about your own relationship. You know, do you have a significant relationship right now that is um, going through some stormy waters? Do you have a relationship right now that even though it may be good, you're finding that there are some areas that are brewing a small storm at the moment that can later on become destructive if it is not attended to. You know, seeing others in their relationship is to is a form of counsel that we can look at other people, look at their lives, and then compare what we are perceiving to be challenges or what is good, and, and we can take those things back and apply them accordingly to our own situation. So when I'm asking you today, you know, do you have a relationship with a child that is troubling or that, that you see is, is, is progressing into an area that is creating some level of discomfort? Do you have a relationship with a significant other that, you know what, you're going good, but you see that there is a progressional growth in yourself and you want to bring this person with you, but you're beginning to feel some um, level of breach in your ability to sort of communicate effectively in this new growth that you have garnered in your life. So you have to begin to compartmentalize what is working, what is good, so you can shore it up and, and you can um, make sure that you're showing uh, compliments of what is working and begin to become more expressively because when you are going through a growth spur or going through a breach, it is very important that you isolate only the area that needs work because a lot of times in communicating um, what is not working we begin to use sentences or language that sort of speaks of the relationship overall. And it may not be every area that is affected, but it is just like this. You think in this metaphor. You have a body, and, and, and your body consists from head to toe. But if you get a splinter, which is a small thing, in your finger, 
it will create a pain that will resonate through the whole body. If it is not attended to and become and it becomes affected, it can completely um, create a situation where you create an infection into the bloodstream and then it becomes an issue of the whole body. That is why it is important to isolate things that are challenging from things that are working. If you have a small splinter, don't wait till it get in uh, an infection and can affect the whole body. Right now, it's creating an uncomfortableness in the whole body, but it is not affecting the whole body. It is only affecting the area that it is in. But if you allow it to fester and, and to grow infection, then it creates um, an infection that can go throughout the whole body. That's how relationships are. When you be begin to find an area that is challenged, begin to not just, you know, timing is essential. Um, how you approach it is essential. But you don't have to go hard. You can just begin to have simple conversations around this. Begin to strategize how I'm going to communicate because we all engage differently. You have to know the person you're dealing with to know how they receive negative and positive um, engagement. So you, you can take time, and this is why it's very important on the onset to start it so that it does not create an, uh, an anxiousness or an, a sense of urgency. You got time. But it have to be dealt with, and it needs to be pointed, and it needs to be addressed according to the uniqueness of the relationship you have with that person. So when you begin to find challenges in a relationship of any, any sort, begin to compartmentalize what is good, number one. Compartmentalize it. Make sure that you are separating what is good and what is working for you, what has grown, and then pull out those things that are challenges and do it early on so that you can not have a sense of urgency. And when you begin to do that, uh, when you sort of dissect what is a challenge, another thing to do is to decide what do you need this situation to do for you? What do you need to do for you? Because in your communication of talking about this situation, your setup needs to be clear. Again, like I was saying earlier in one of my other uh, podcasts, it is very clear that you come from a place of authenticity because nobody stays the same. Nobody. We Relationships cause us to rethink our values, rethink our priorities. So you need to know what you need to gain from this situation so you can be clear, set it aside, so that when you begin to communicate to your partner or the other person in this relationship, they may have a complete different agenda. They may not be 
even aware of what your challenges are so that as you're beginning to engage your, engage them, you can be clear of where you're trying to go. But you can engage with them in such a way that will be inclusive of how they are and how they interpret things of what you have come to know. So be clear what you you needed to do for you. And also be clear of how this can be a win for the both of you. It's very important to come from the core of who you are. But if you're going to be in a relationship, part of being in a relationship is being keen of how this can be a win, not only for me, but for us. Because when people know that you hear them, when people know that you see them, they're more eager to listen to you. So I just want you to know as we go through this period of time, which is a very challenging time for um, public figures to go through things. As Nia has requested for her privacy during this time, we also need to know that as we're having conversations, let's grow from them. Let's not put negative energy towards her and whatever she's going through. Because these are things that we put in the atmosphere. And as we put it out there, we also will reap it as well. So when we are going through these situations and we see people going through these situations, these are things that we can glean, that we can grow and fortify our own relationships. And as I am preparing to leave you today, I want you to remember in any relationship that you have, it is it is awesome to recognize the wholeness of that re relationship. But remember, wholeness is derived from compartments and components. And so when we are thinking about our relationship, let's not just think about it in its wholeness, but let's dissect it and, and look at what is good, what, what is working, so that when we have to dissect it, and work on an area that we don't um, speak in the entirety of the relationship not being good. We speak in the area so that we can bring that area to the same level of satisfaction that the other areas are, and we can have a wholeness. And also know that when we begin to speak about those challenges, Let's also know what we need to accomplish, what we need to be able to communicate, where we need to grow to. And the third thing, let us also include how that will be a win for our partner. And I think if we take those three things and being able to do, be able to really articulate those things well, articulate what the challenges are, articulate where we need to go and how this will be a win for that person. If we can get those articulations clear to ourselves, if we're not able to see where this is a win, then we can move forward 
in the progression of maybe moving past this relationship, but not leaving this relationship, not knowing how it has added to us as much as it has come to an end. That way, when it's at an end, we don't have to curse what was the beginning because of the end. We can celebrate what was great in the beginning and we can move forward after we choose an ending, should that be the case. I want to thank you again for attending another episode of the Simply Paulette podcast, which is a production of the Jess Eldridge Media.